You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder and president, George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Persistence, faithfulness, steadfastness are wonderful qualities, and God rewards the doer who is faithful. Listen to the story of Matthew 24, 45 through 47, New King James. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you, that he will make him ruler over all his goods. So when you are faithful, you receive and reap rewards. God wants us to understand that we need to keep everlastingly at it. Not to quit, not to stop, but to keep on keeping on. And that's what happened to this good servant. What about you? Are you serving the Lord with diligence? Are you doing everything you can with the time that he has entrusted to you, with the talents that he has given to you? Are you reaching people with the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you praying with other believers? Are you reading God's word? Are you going with the gospel? If not, why not? Listen to the promise of Luke 8:15, New King James Version. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. That becomes our lot in life. That becomes our responsibility to bear good fruit. And when the word of God falls where we are, we need to cultivate it. We need to encourage others through it. And we need to share it because God will multiply our ministries when we are available to him to share the good news with others. So pray. Pray with other believers. Pray with those who are not yet believers. Pray for God to give you the wisdom and guidance and the direction to go to those who need to hear the good news of the saving power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Someone is waiting for you to take the good seed and sow it right where they are. Will you? You can. God will bless you, and he will again multiply your ministry. So pray. Seek God's will. Set your goals. Start where you are. Use what you have, do all you can, reach for the stars, and keep everlastingly at it. Don't quit. Don't stop. Difficult moments may come your way. You may encounter stubborn and unresponsive people. But meanwhile, continue to have a unity with believers and together share God's wonderful gospel with people who need the Lord. Ephesians 4 last part of verse 1 through verse 2, says this in New King James, I beseech you to have a walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Yes, you have a responsibility. God will make you usable and use you if you will be faithful to Him and to other believers. Then, if you will have a compassion for those who don't yet know Christ as personal Savior, read the Word of God, fellowship with others, praying for those who don't yet know Him, 
and go. Share God's wonderful good news today. Do you know the gospel? Have you learned Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, John 3.16, Romans 10.9 and 10? Someone is waiting for you to tell them. Has God called you to be a leader? If he has, then the way to become a successful leader is to be a faithful servant. Luke 12, 42, 43, 44, New King James says, And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his master will make ruler over his household to give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. Yes, that's the way to develop leadership, by being a servant, by doing what you need to do, by doing it daily, diligently, faithfully, and not quitting. Never give up until the job is done, till the task has been accomplished. What task does God give you to do for him today? Well, one of the things that you need to do every day is to pray, to talk to the Lord. Secondly, read his word. God will speak to you through his word, but he wants you also to pray with other believers and in the fellowship that you have with them to determine how to reach people who don't yet know the Lord. If you don't go, who will? You can if you will, so go today. Jude, verses 20 and 21, New King James says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, Praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. That becomes a lifestyle for every believer who is willing to be God's servant, and not to stop, not to quit, not to give up, but to continue in the faith, sharing God's wonderful love with folk who need the Lord. There's someone who wants to be your prayer partner, someone who is a believer, someone who also cares about the lost, those who are not yet members of God's forever family. Find that person or persons, pray with them, open God's word together. I would suggest that you read the whole book of Jude. It's just one chapter, but it's packed full of wonderful words of wisdom from God. Then do what God would have you to do. Pray for those who need Jesus. Determine how to get to them in a loving way with the gospel, to share with them that they need to admit that they have sinned, to turn to Jesus from their sins, to believe on the Lord Jesus personally, and then to tell other people, to confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus, believing in their heart that God has raised him from the dead. God will give them the gift of God, eternal life, through Christ Jesus our Lord, if you will tell them how. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy 2, 1, 2, and 3, New King James. Are you strong in God's marvelous, amazing grace through Jesus Christ? You heard things from God's word. The Apostle Paul is saying these things to Timothy. And now that you know too, it becomes your responsibility to share these things with other people and to find some faithful people who will in turn share the good news of the gospel with others. So commit it to faithful followers of Christ so that they can teach others. 
Again, the multiplication happens. But meanwhile, be a good soldier, because hardships are going to come your way. Why? Because there are difficult people in our world. But God will give us a way through if we will trust him completely. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Believe it. Are you ready to receive God's marching orders? Are you ready to keep on keeping on no matter what? Then listen to 1 Corinthians 15, 58, New King James Version, and put this into effect in your life, in your world. Listen. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Aren't those wonderful promises? God doesn't want us to sit around saying, Oh, I wonder if anything good is going to happen. But he wants us to believe that in due season we will reap if we don't faint. If we continue to do the work of an evangelist, to do the job that God has called us to do. I believe that every believer in Christ needs to be a gospel sharer, a good news bearer, and a person who will tell others about the Lord. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. So tell somebody about Jesus today, and watch God do wonderful things as you do. Again, pray with people who are also believers, and pray for those who are not, and go to them with God's good news. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. Let's keep everlastingly at it. Leading youth. Leading youth to Christ. Leading youth for Christ. It all begins as you pray. When you seek God's will. When you say, Lord, show me what to do about every area in my life. About every bit of my responsibility. And then you set your goals. Again, seeking God's will praying diligently for the Lord to lead you and guide you and direct you point by point, instant by instant, person by person, in the direction you ought to go. Then, of course, you need to simply start where you are and then bring into your circle some other people. The Blueprint for Impact plan is dynamic, and it has worked again and again in large and small circumstances. And this is how it is to happen. You need to bring in at least one guy into your circle, one male, one girl, a female, and the other can be either. But the team of four, with you as the adult leader and three teenagers, is a minimum. And this is the beginning point. Then starting where you are, you use what you have. And you bring into your circle the tools necessary to communicate Christianity effectively to get the invitation out, to get people excited about coming 
to your event, to your effort. And then you do all you can. You make one more phone call. You write one more letter. You make one more contact, and you watch God multiply it over and over again and again. And then you reach for the stars. And you say, God, make me usable, and use me to impact the most possible people in the shortest possible time. God, help make it happen and show us how we can increase our small group of four or more and get some more in our circle so that out there, there are more and more and maybe we can even have 10 times as many as we started with. And then if there are 40, we can reach out to others and we can just see you work marvelously. Then comes the effort, the event. People come in. The gospel is going to them. The program is happening. The invitation is being extended. Everyone there is being told that all they have to do to meet Jesus Christ and to have their lives changed is to admit that they have sinned. They have a need. They're sinners to turn to Jesus from their sins and then to be willing to share him and their faith in him to the citizens of their world. Then comes the wrap-up. People go home. What's next? Well, you keep everlastingly at it. You don't quit. You don't stop. You don't even pause, but you keep it happening. The book of Galatians, in the sixth chapter, the ninth verse, we find something very special. Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart or if we do not faint. And verse 10 says, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. So we now have had a successful event. We now have people that we need to follow up to get involved in local Bible-believing churches, Sunday schools, and youth groups. We need to help them grow in Christ. We need to keep praying for them diligently every day. We need to keep on keeping on. And if we will not be weary in well-doing, one version says, then in due season we'll reap if we don't faint. So don't let anything slow you down or stop you, but just keep it happening. Keep everlastingly at it. Begin now to plan and pursue your next event. Determine where it's going to be, when it's going to happen, who's going to be involved, and you start the whole process again. You determine at this point to seek God's will. You determine to set your goals anew and afresh for the next outreach, for the next impact. You determine now how you're going to start again and where you are going to start, how you're going to use what you have, how you're going to do all you can. And next time, the next event, the next effort, perhaps your stars will be a little higher that you're reaching toward. But you're going to reach for them again. And then it's going to happen. People are going to be invited. They're going to come. And you're going to make all of this happen one more time by putting yourself in God's hands. Praying the prayer, God make me usable and use me to impact my world. And God will hear you, and he will answer you, and he will help you. But remember, we are to be doers of the word and not hearers only. 
And as we understand this whole perspective, perhaps the next time around, we'll be able to involve more people in our circle. And instead of starting with four, maybe we can start with twice that many, or three times that many, or four times that many. And they won't be weary in well-doing. Maybe some of them will have helped us in our last effort. Then, as we retrain them, and as we regroup, as we reorganize, each of us can reach out to even more people and more and more and more until all of the slots are filled. All the responsibilities are taken. And people are saying, okay, I'm going to have a personal part in this next effort for God's glory. We're going to pray together diligently. We're going to increase our prayer circle, our prayer support base. We're going to have more people bathing everything we do in prayer. They're going to be talking to God about it, and they're going to be claiming the promises in Jesus' name, and we're going to watch God work. We're going to see more things happen. We're going to look over our shoulder at the event we just had, and we're going to see what we did right, and we're going to do our very best to repeat every phase and facet of the things that we did right. Then we're going to see the mistakes that we made. We're going to examine the problems that occurred. We're going to try to correct those mistakes to right those wrongs, to solve those problems, so that the next time we'll do it smoother and we'll do it more diligently and we'll be able to be more efficient in our outreach and the whole effort will be more excellent because we've learned from the first one. But suffice it to say that as we repeat the process and as we regroup and get ready to go again, there will be new mistakes made, there will be new errors committed, And so we need to correct those problems and rearrange those circumstances as they happen and again move exactly as God would have us to move. Yes, we continue to pray for everyone who was involved in any of our efforts. We follow up all those who've made decisions for Christ and we invite them to join us in our next involvement. We let them come to training so that they can learn personally, how they can share their faith in Christ, how they can use the talents that God's entrusted to them for his glory. And as we determine to do better the next time around than we did the last time, we'll be able at this next happening to have wonderful things happen, and we're going to see God do multiplying our ministry again and again and again. I want to ask you this. Do you believe in the power of prayer? Almost every time I'm privileged to share with people about the ministry of youth evangelism, I unabashedly ask them to be prayer partners. I want people all over the world praying for what's going on as we try to impact our world. This city, that community, this village, this town, this territory, and this region for God's glory. And the greater prayer support we have, the more effective our outreach is going to be. And so it behooves us to inform people and let them in on the plan. And to say to them, you want to know a secret? Let me tell you something. Not very many people know it, but on such and such a day, at such and such a time, such and such an event is going to happen, God willing. 
and we want you to be praying for us and with us as we pursue every avenue to make this event a success for God's glory. And as you bring people into the intimacy of the planning and preparation stages of your event, they're going to feel a part of it. Every time I'm privileged to be involved in one of these major outreaches, it gets very exciting as we watch people respond. And as we see this person come, and this person come, and this person come, and then as we know that some people out there early on began to pray, and they began to say, oh wow, I believe that God is really going to do something. And the more people that you can get sharing your vision, the more people you can get understanding what is going to happen, the greater impact it's going to be. But understand this, the devil is still at large. Do not be deceived. The preceding verses in Galatians 6 say, God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And that's what we are to be doing, sowing the seed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because the goal is ultimately to reap the greatest harvest possible of people who do not now know Jesus, hearing about him, learning the plan of salvation, responding to the word of God, inviting Jesus to come into their hearts as they turn from sin to him. And that's what we should really, really be doing. It should help us keep on keeping on, to keep everlastingly at it. Every time I think anew and afresh about somebody who came to Jesus through one of the Triple T impact happenings, whether it's a Saturday night here or an outreach someplace else, I get thrilled because God is indeed in charge. Stay tuned. We're going to give you some very, very explicit, intimate details. Tonight is the grand finale of Hosanna Highway. It's been wonderful to see people come to experience a very, very creative presentation of the gospel, seeing what God has done across the years through people, and to watch the results continue as people understand their need to turn to Jesus from their sins. What a beautiful thing it is to watch God work through some of the world's greatest teenagers and preteens. But we're now going to have to reach out to far, far more than we ever have before. And as we do this, we're going to be moving in a very special way. Beginning next Saturday, we're going to be sharing a six-week outreach called Life at Its Very Best. Some time ago, my friend, my best friend on planet Earth at the time he was still alive and we were involved in youth evangelism together. Debris put together Life at Its Very Best, a little booklet, and he showed me his idea for the cover, a hot air balloon. At the time I had a friend who had a hot air balloon, I'd never ridden in one, but I wanted to. And so I said, yeah, that's a great idea for the cover. And so whenever anybody comes to know Jesus Christ through our ministry, we send them a letter and we enclose one of Dave's books. It's a booklet, actually, Life at Its Very Best. So beginning next Saturday, we're going to present the promise, Life Can Be Wonderful. And then Saturday by Saturday, week by week, 
we'll be sharing the other aspects of the content of life at its very best. The next week on the 20th, God willing, will be our next Tiger Team training day for peer evangelism, leadership training for teenagers and preteens, and key coach training for adults. And that day, the presentation will be The Pursuit. There's no doubt about it. The quest is on. And so we'll continue Saturday by Saturday, sharing the contents week by week of this very special presentation of Truths from God's Word. On the 27th, we'll present the plan, the greatest discovery that any of us will ever make in all of life is to learn that God has an exciting plan for each one of us, and we can discover our destiny. And we're going to keep on going into May, and we're going to watch God work in the hearts and lives of people. And we want you to have a part in all of this. We're asking God to give us 333 Tiger teammates. These are adults who will invest at least $20, will pray, and will do something with the time and the talents that God's entrusted to them, like you, and use them for the glory of the Lord. We're going to go out to as many as 31 different counties within a few miles of Triple T, 50 miles or more, God willing, this year. And we're going to go to county fairs, we're going to go to street festivals, and we're going to put together what we call Tiger Team Impact Evangelistic Youth Efforts. And we want you to be a part of all this. And the way you can really be a part is to first of all say, George, we will pray with you and for you. And secondly, we will make an investment of at least $20. We're asking God to give us people like you who will do just that. We invite you to pray and let us know you're praying and to send at least $20 to Triple T Christian Youth Ministries. Our address is TTT 13000, that's 13000, U.S. Highway 41 North, Evansville, Indiana 47725. We want you to know that God will bless you when you make an investment of your time and talent and treasure. So let us know you're praying with us and for us. And if you can come to Hosanna Highway tonight, please do so. It starts at 727. We're located four miles north of Evansville Regional Airport, four miles south of I-64 on Highway 41 at Boonville and Harmony Road. You can come anytime, but especially tonight, it would be great. Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.